Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Don't. It up. If you love reality, this is Big Brother. I have never in my life yelled at a girl like this. Five pumpkin. My ear is good. Every ever go after You're going to love the Real House Husbands podcast. The Real House Husbands. The Housewives. Talking all things reality, both on screen and in real life. You will never believe what happened next. Because sometimes it's juicier. Who goes out of their way to go and say that to someone? Get ready, because it's about to get real in here. With your hosts, Tim and Rod. The mortalist of them all. Tim, Rod... You are the winners of the amazing Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Real House Husbands podcast with Tim and Rod. Yes, we're back, baby. And today's episode is going to be so much fun. It is titled Naked and Afraid. And we are fully committed to this episode, guys. We are sitting here in our podcast room, butt naked. We've taken off all our clothes. We're fully, fully, fully committing. And we're really Gonna go hardcore, balls to the wall, so to speak. <laughs> Literally balls to the seat. <laughs> this feels so weird sitting here nude with you. I know, but like this is why we don't film our podcast <laughs> because we'd need to blur a lot. <laughs> like, imagine being a fly on the wall right now. It would look like we're sitting in like a nudist colony or recording di- a radio show. <laughs> I was gonna say Diesel's looking at us, but he always is a sneak. <laughs> this actually feels su- surprisingly comfortable. If you haven't seen photos of our podcast studio, go for, to um. Facebook to go to Instagram and have a look and they're like these blue velvet chairs so it actually feels really nice and soft on your butt and it's really cool I reckon we just keep doing this every episode now let's record it in the nude um no Tim. <laughs> okay I'll do it I'll do it you can wear clothes I'm going starkers um but naked and afraid you might ask what is that so we're talking about those times the first time you kind of see someone naked yes. and it, it's like Oh, I'm so nervous. What are they going to think of my body? Like, are they going to have a good body? Am I going to like their duty or their titty or their veggie? Uh, and it's just like you're always so nervous. Yes. But then it becomes so after you've like slept with someone or you've already seen them naked, you feel really comfortable. It literally kind of takes sex. Yeah. Before you're just like, meh, I don't care about being naked in front of them anymore. A hundred percent. So I remember when I first got naked in front of you for the very first time, I was terrified because <laughs> I had so many insecurities and body image issues and stuff. And I was wigging out hardcore. We'd spoken online previously before. We'd sent a few pics back and forth, but we'd never seen each other completely nude. And I was freaking out. You were so hard to get nudies from. <laughs> I would always ask and you'd be like, I don't send nudes. And I'm like, why? (laughs) I was just like, send me, send me, send me. But the thing I was scared about is because like everyone puts some, some sexy, cute photos on Instagram that they're really feeling themselves in. But when I was getting nude in front of you for the first time, I was thinking, oh my God, is this going to be a complete letdown for him? Is he going to look at my body, my nude, vulnerable body and think, this isn't anything what I'm seeing on Instagram. <laughs> Who is this person? vulnerable <laughs> body. I was freaking out thinking you were just going to be completely let down by everything. 
No, but you're, in saying that, your Instagram was very, very sexy. Like, they were all <laughs> speedos and looking so hot on the beach. So, I was so keen to see whether these were Insta filters or not. <laughs> but everyone out there has those insecurities because, like, when you're nude for the first time, you're laying it out fully on the line. and uh-huh. Laying every- it out. <laughs> laying it down. <laughs> and everyone's penises and vaginas are all different shapes, sizes, hairy, smooth. You just never know what's going <laughs> to be up someone's alley if they're going to be into like shaved or hairy or big or small so you're thinking oh my god are they going to look at my privates and be disgusted or delighted i'm getting that many visuals running through my head right now <laughs> oh my god but, but i was freaking out but like i wasn't that no i know i don't think i was that nervous with you you made me feel really comfortable Aww. like straight away yes and it's just it blows my mind how after you do sleep with them, like yeah. we, yes, we hooked up on the first day, <laughs> but after we slept with each other, oh, like you were walking around in the bedroom naked. It was, really? it was like we were being like married for like five years already. You were just like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Do you know, do you know you what I mean? You get comfortable so quick, don't you? This is that first initial, okay, this is me nude for the first time. How's it going to go down? But after that, it's this smooth sailing Forever. Fast forward four years and we're recording a podcast <laughs> stark as in front of each other. <laughs> but I don't know about you, mate, but like, we, let's talk about insecurities being nude for the first time mm. in front of someone. I'm talking about you, obviously. I This is going to be so pathetic and laughable and I've talked to you about it before, but I have like a mole, a mole on like my chest and I always wig out and think people are going to think it's a third nipple. I so think- when I took- <laughs> <laughs> when I got nude in front of you for the first time, I was thinking, oh my God, please don't make eye contact with my third nipple. Don't look at it. Don't come near it. I was just horrified that you Aww. were going to be disgusted, but thank God you weren't. But have you got any insecurities that well, you're I freaking have, out about me? I have like the same sort of um, third nipple. Little, little third nipple, but it's kind of down on my ribs a little bit. Oh, It's just, again, again, it's just a mole. Oh my, my gosh. My insecurities were more the fact because of your Instagram and how amazing your body was and you weren't afraid to show off i knew i didn't have the same rig as you so i was like oh he's just gonna he's not gonna like me oh my god he's gonna need like a porn star or something (laughs) (laughs) see how funny is that because that's what i was freaking out about because let's be real instagram a lot of a lot of the time it's smoke and mirrors baby smoke and mirrors so in (laughs) real life you don't have that filter to hide behind. You don't have multiple opportunities to lighten it, darken it, hide the shadow, do this, do that, like get your perfect angle. Angle. You're standing in front of the person that you you have feelings yeah. for, literally so vulnerable. And I know in the place that we first hooked up in, it, was, it wasn't too late in the day, so it was very light. Oh the gosh. windows were open. Neighbors were probably watching us. We had the beaming sunlight coming through those windows, so oh. you couldn't hide behind anything. And I Except get very- for the blankets. <laughs> and that's another thing I, I remember looking back, going back in the day. Let's talk about a few years ago when we were nude in front of some dudes we've hooked up with. Yeah. Any things that jumped to mind that I remember, I used to hide behind literally darkness. I was that what? scared and afraid. I would almost refuse to hook up with someone unless the lights were off and the windows and blinds were shut because I had such in, such insane body image issues. Did you ever um, like hook up with anyone? With your shirt on, like you never took. I've shirt definitely off. done that before. I took oh. my pants off, but I left the Obviously. shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> what I did is cut a hole in your pants. <laughs> well, is there anything that jumps to mind with you? Let's talk. Talking about years in the past. Yeah, well, I I'm going to talk about like grinder and and that sort of thing. Yeah, because 
let's face it, in the age we're in, most of the time you've received a dick pic or nudes of some description 100%. before you go and actually hook up with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it blows my mind how different people look. They send you photos from three years earlier when they look their best or like even their dick pic is like from the most perfect angle that <laughs> makes their dick look like the most perfect shape. They've got like a ring light on their penis. Yeah, but like honestly, they probably took about 900 photos to get, oh, now my now my ugly doodle looks good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like a full-blown catfish, so to speak. Yes. Did you ever meet any of these catfish in real life? Well, I had arranged a hookup this one time and this person had a rig on him like nothing else, <laughs> had sent me some nudes and everything looked very, very, very Beautiful nice. penis. Yeah. And they buzzed downstairs. I was just back when I lived in an apartment. Yeah. They buzzed downstairs, let them up the elevator. Then yeah. they come and knocked on my apartment door. Yeah. Opened the door. <gasps> they were about 10 years older than what the photo. <laughs> I, you could tell that it was them. Like I, it was them, but obviously yeah. the photos were so old. They like, I don't discriminate against like, I guess, body shape or anything like that. Yeah. But I would was attracted to the photos. Yes. He looked really, really amazing. Yeah. But it was so significantly larger than what the photos were. Oh my and goodness. I just couldn't. I just <laughs> I, I looked at him I'm like I feel like so to, to, so totally taken advantage of and yeah. like violated in a way and I just was like <laughs> No. And close the door. Slam the door in his face. I, was like, <laughs> I know that sounds so bad and people are probably going to come at me for that, but he's the one that did the lying. Oh, he, me. He, mess, me, he, mess, he misled you um, drastically, but that's where I'm torn with catfish. Like my, I'm torn. I'm on both sides of the fence because on one hand, they're misleading you and it's mm-hmm. a false narrative and they're literally playing a character. But then on the other hand, I feel so bad that they don't have that courage and um, self-love for themselves to use their own photos. Like it's, it, I'm, I'm literally torn both ways at the end of the day it's bad but yeah, stop defending catfishes <laughs> oh my god i've got a crazy story about a catfish yeah literally when i was living in sydney i was on grinder and i was chatting to this dude he was so sexy he had the best rig and he had this really sexy tattoo all the way out the back of his ass Ooh. i thought it was amazing i was chatting to him back and forth for a few weeks and then long story short i was randomly watching porn one day online <laughs> thanks for sharing <laughs> and i was like hold on a second this dude looks familiar. That tattoo on his ass looks familiar. I got my grinder out and you held really it up to the paid, screen. You really paid attention to these <laughs> ass tattoos. And I was like, yeah, 100%. And I was like, oh my God, this is the same dude. So I quickly got onto Google and Googled the gay porn star's name and all these photos popped up and it was the exact same guy oh. I'd been talking to on Grinder. So this the random- photos were the ones that were coming <laughs> Literally. up So this random Grinder person, Grinder account, had been catfishing with this famous gay- American porn star, and I was just no none the wiser. Way. And I was like, I had a bit of a dig at him. I was like, mate, I've just found you on a gay porn site. Like, and it's let me clear. guess, you got blocked? Yeah. Yes, oh. yes. And I was like, what? But I was fully invested emotionally. I felt like I was going to meet up with this guy. It was going to be the love of my life, and he was going to we're going to skip around the world together, holding hands for t- until the end of time. But oh, obviously, I'm that didn't go happen. Have to get a back tattoo. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, you would look so hot with a back tattoo. I'll try and Google what it is after this podcast, and we'll go and get you. Your back tattoo done. Yeah. How's that sound? But speaking of catfishing, Ooh. our guest coming up next is Chris Sapphire from oh. the Netflix hit show, yes. The Circle, which is all about catfishing and social networking and whatnot. You can either go into the show and be yourself or go.
go in as a catfish. And we yes. are so excited to talk to Chris and just pull that show apart and spill the tea. Yes. Dry. If you haven't watched The Circle before, what the hell have you been doing with your <laughs> life? Because it is literally one of the greatest TV shows, reality shows on Netflix or in the world, full stop. But by this point in time, Chris has become... A icon. gay icon on a worldwide, wide international scale. And we are so excited to chat with Chris coming up soon. So do not miss that. Our chat with Chris talking all things catfishing and being naked. Mm-hmm. It's going to be juicy. It's going to be amazing. Coming up next. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. So our next guest is the star of the world hit Netflix show, The Circle. He graced our TV screens last year on season one and was our favorite player from the very beginning. In our eyes, he's the most fabulous, over-the-top and likable character to ever come out of a Netflix show ever. Circle, open group chat with Chris. Hey, Chris. Yes! (laughs) Oh, my God, honey. I feel like I just came out of a vagina. I'm so happy to be on this show. Thank you. I cannot believe this is all the way in Australia talking about God works in a mysterious way. Oh, Chris, you are broadcasting across... Down Under, you are the the biggest superstar in the world and the biggest superstar in Australia at the moment. We're obsessed with you. But, Chris, for people out there, for absolute clowns who are living under a rock and have never seen The Circle, can you explain to our listeners what it actually is? Yes, you know, The Circle, for everybody who hasn't watched it, is the brand new reality show on Netflix where people move into a massive apartment complex. They can't hear each other. They can't see each other. They're all living in their own individual apartments that are very colorful and full of personality. And they talk to each other over a social media platform called The Circle. Some people are being their authentic selves. Some people are lying, being catfishes. And it is our duty as the players to develop friendships, to to uh, maneuver our way through this system, to make it all the way to the last man standing as the most popular woman or man on the whole platform. And you take home a hundred thousand dollars yes. <laughs> you've explained that before i have a feeling <laughs> that was incredible you know i gotta say the truth back in the day last year when i was doing my first radio interview people were like explain the show to me and i was like okay and by the time i was done with the interview i was like what the hell did i just say <laughs> <laughs> well you got it down pat you're a pro now that's for sure I guess after all this uh, trial and error, honey, it worked out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Chris, each week on our podcast, we always have a theme that we talk about. And this week, um, Tim and I have been talking about like first times that we saw each other naked and then how quickly it becomes just like normal being naked in front of people. (laughs) And then that we thought we could relate that back to the circle because there are cameras 
everywhere and you can like see the toilet you can see the shower you can even have conversations with other contestants in the circle in the bathroom (laughs) what was it like going to the toilet and having a shower and doing things that you would normally do like naked around your house (laughs) oh you i love this question so fun fact yes there is cameras on you 24 7 even when you're sleeping it's very voyeuristic so if you're into that kind of you know thing this is so for you (laughs) I got to say, when you have to go to the restroom, you know, because nature calls, they actually do move the camera for a little bit so it gives you privacy to, you know, do number one, number two, and they mute your microphone. Now, being crazy as I am, I was always so excited when I had to go use the restroom because there is a microphone outside of the restroom that's very sensitive, so I'd purposely be in there just, you know, letting Mother Nature go, honey. <laughs> just to see if they could, if they could, you know, hear me. And then when I walk out, I'd be like, hello? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> like I had not just, you know... Oh, oh baby, goodness. I was bringing the thunder. That, that's so good. The thunder, I love it. Well, Chris, what people might not know is you guys are locked up in those apartments for probably weeks on end by yourself. And at the end of the day, we're all human and everyone masturbates and whatnot. But in a room that is filled with cameras that are filming 24-7, were you freaking out? Did you ever masturbate in there with the cameras on you? Or you were thinking, hell no, this is just way too weird and creepy. <laughs> Oh, no, honestly, I was so focused on the game and trying to get my parents out of, you know, the hood and trying to get up in life, you know, jacking off and all that. Of course, you know, you're probably like, why would I want to do this? I mean, I'm not getting paid to, you know, OnlyFans. But no, 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 honestly, I wouldn't even have attempted to do that. Now, I'll be very honest with you. We were in there so long that sometimes, you know, Oh, honey, Cupid just keeps shooting arrows at you. There's nothing you can do but just cross your legs and bite your lips and just sleep on it, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, we love it. And, Chris, for those listening, are you – you're in a relationship, but are you married? No. Yes. Oh, no, my love, darling, no. I've been single since I was 15. Oh, I'm my on God. Tinder. Oh. I have not been able to find love since I was 15. Look, I'm 32 years old. God willing, this year I'll be 33. I spent all my teens, my 20s, and now into my 30s absolutely single. Every guy I have ever liked, they reject me. They think I'm too gay. They don't like the idea that I wear makeup. So I understand the struggle that many gay people out there experience because I'm on that same boat. Honey, I'm on Tinder. I'm not on Grinder because, well, especially now, honey, I, I just feel like I don't fit in because all the girls and the gays are going to be like, bitch, what you doing on this shit? <laughs> <laughs> like, and so I'm on, I'm on Tinder, you guys, trying to find love in a hopeless place. Yeah. Well, we have friends, like, obviously, we've come off of a reality show and uh, we have other friends off reality, reality shows and their Tinder accounts always get reported because yes. people report them saying they're a, they're a catfish because they're like, oh, this person from this show wouldn't be on Tinder. Yes. Has, that, has that happened to you? Oh, no, no. You know, it's funny. I, I get matched with people on Tinder, but all they want to do is talk about the circle and then they disappear after we talk about it. Oh, no. It, I know. It's, it's, it's kind of like, I'm like, fuck, do I have like a thumb growing out of my forehead or what's going on? I don't know. But I, I will say Tinder has added this new feature where now you get a blue verify check on Tinder. And that allows people to know that you're a real person because you have to go through that process of verifying yourself as a real person. So that helps. Oh, my goodness. Well, now, Chris, that you're a worldwide superstar, have you had guys throwing themselves at you, sliding into your DMs, 
Just wanting a piece of the Chris Sapphire pie? <laughs> no. I, you know, as God is my witness, I think I've only received one inappropriate picture out of my <laughs> whole time on the circle. And it's funny y'all ask that because all my best gay friends, they all ask the same thing. They're like, bitch, I bet your DMs are blown up. I'm like, people are writing me from all over the world, but they're writing me for other reasons. Like, I, I talk to a lot of drag queens. I talk yes. to a lot of people from around the world that want to talk about spirituality and things of that nature. But as for guys, my well is so dry. I tell people <laughs> that my, my, I should just spread my legs open and become a tumbleweed factory because, honey, oh. I got all the spider webs, everything. It's dust. It's powder. Yes. It's, 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 it's Dehydrated. Well, if you come out to if you come out to Australia, we'll ultimate wingman you and hook you yes. up with a nice Aussie gay stud for you. Yes. Oh my gosh, the guys in Australia are so hot. Y'all are so <laughs> blessed. I don't know if it's the sun or the Vegemite. I don't know what it is, honey, but y'all are so fine down there. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we'll take that. We'll take that. All right. Well, I want to know what's what's like your all time favorite memory of the show, oh, and, and flip that around. What's your least favorite memory from? the show best and worst the my, whole thing oh the best memory was when i finally got to meet uh the other cast members at yes. that dinner luncheon we had it was so fun going down that hallway i said girl i don't think these kids are ready i pulled out my blazer i did my bug i said here we go <laughs> that's so good and it was just so cool that's amazing. Oh, it was the best and Rebecca, and people, we know, were screaming, freaking Rebecca. Oh, <laughs> I had, you know, between us, I had no idea that was Rebecca when I walked in. <laughs> I literally thought it was one of the production people sitting there. So when you see my reaction and I throw my hands up, I'm like, is there something malfunction? Is this a producer? And then he's like, Rebecca. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, that would have been <laughs> iconic. Oh, good. Chris, did you ever think going into the show, did you ever contemplate going in as a catfish or you always knew you wanted to go in as yourself? Oh, honey, when the production people were interviewing me for the show, I said, no, I'm going to be myself because I'm a Virgo. I have a really bad memory. I don't even know what I did two weeks ago. I said, I don't know how to be no other bitch on the block. I've been doing me since 93. I've been feeling great since 88. So I'm going to play this card. Got me this far. And honey, look at God. Won't he do it? Yeah. <laughs> well, like everyone seemed to like you on the show. Like you literally just became came across as this very likable character. Yes. But was there people that you chatted to in the circle throughout the process and got really close to, became friends with them, but they weren't what they made out to be kind of, they weren't a catfish, but you just didn't like them as much when you met them in person. Oh, sorry. I'm the shady one. Oh, <laughs> oh honey. I love, oh girl. I love a good shady question. <laughs> truth be told, we actually all, when we met, we all got along, like completely got along because none of us knew what we were doing. We literally landed on the planet Mars and we're trying to set up a civilization there. We had no idea what we were doing. And oh. now to be honest though, out of all the players, I never really got the opportunity to get to know Antonio that much yeah. on the game, on the show. And it's funny because not to spoil anything for anybody who's not seen it, he tried to eliminate me. Oh. <laughs> and then when I become a super influencer, I ended up eliminating him. <laughs> you got your payback, girl. <laughs> you that know, it's sad. weird how that just worked out. That's amazing. Chris, I want to know, when you choose to chat with other players in the game, can you chat to them whenever you want or you only 
only sort of allowed or allocated certain times of the day to jump on the circle and chat. Okay, so luckily in the room, we have a producer that comes on a speaker system to wake you up and to help guide you through the game because, mind you, like I said, we didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> the producer would be like, so, Chris, who do you feel like talking to today? And I'm like, well, you know, I really like Sammy. I feel like we get along so I'd like to get to know her more. He's like, okay, well, well, we'll take note of that. We'll try to set that up. So they guide you, and, and every now and then they're like, but wait, Chris, don't you think you should maybe talk to Joey because he said this in the last group chat and blah, 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 blah. So they're kind of throwing you little, like, bones, oh. and they're, they're letting you see if you're going to catch on to where they're trying to guide you with this. And so after a while, I picked up what they were doing. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to trust the process. And so they're, they're helping guide you through this. But what you see is completely real. Like, those conversations are not scripted. It's real. We're literally going through the motion. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so we, we love the behind-the-scenes sort of stuff. And yeah. that's probably we, – we were on the Amazing Race Australia, and we always get um, questions about behind-the-scenes. Do you always have a producer in your room like constantly or are you by yourself for most of the time? Well, we did have a lot of downtime uh, uh, in between alerts. Those alerts literally come out of nowhere and (laughs) you just got to start playing the game. But when there is no alert and you've already wrapped up, you have downtime. So you're in that apartment living. You're cooking your own food. You're unpacking. You're chilling. You're reading. Whatever. So for anybody trying to be on the circle, bring a lot of crossword puzzles. <laughs> bring your vibrator. Bring something. You know? Oh, my God. So bring it. <laughs> good tip. Good tip. Chris, I want to know, are the apartments right next to each other? Because there was a few times where some of the contestants or players screamed and we were like, surely the people in the next room would hear that. Like, are you guys spread out across the building? I believe we're all spread out across the building because I could not hear nobody screaming, you guys. Nobody. You couldn't even hear the cars outside of the, the complex. Those oh. windows are so thick with glass. And, like, <laughs> here's a fun little fact for everybody who watched season one. If you see those Dyson fans in everybody's room, it's because Mother Nature has a great sense of humor. Right when we went into the circle, a heat wave came through Europe. We filmed the show in Europe. Oh, wow. And, uh, Girl, we were so hot in those apartments. <laughs> and, and, and thank God I wear like a whole freaking caboodle of makeup on my face because they help keep me like side free. But when I was watching it, oh, God, I saw some of the other contestants that were all greasy and shiny. I said, ah. <laughs> Chris, your mug was always, always beat. You looked a million bucks every single second of every single episode. <laughs> we were frothing. Oh, my gosh. Thank y'all so much. Well, I've been wearing makeup since 14, so it's part of my DNA by now. When I die and they check less and figure out why I died, it's probably for makeup. (laughs) (laughs) That is so good. I say that with love. I say with love. Yes. Well, you're obviously so authentically yourself, and we absolutely love it as other gay people. Like, it was so good to see more gay representation on reality TV. But we received a lot of hate um, after we came off a reality TV show and a lot of homophobic comments and things like that. And our show was only really aired in Australia and New Zealand. So with Netflix being such a worldwide platform, have you received a whole lot of homophobia and um, hate online? You know, I have not. And I know that sounds so mind blowing, but let me tell you, I truly believe in God like hardcore since I discovered God or God came to me at 14 years old. And before I went on the show, I prayed to the Lord and I said, God, protect me 
work through me. You know, you promise a faithfulness to me. Please shield me from how the world can be because for gay people, it can go either way. It can go really bad or it can go really good. And the, re- the reception that I received from around the world has even blown my own mind. Wow. It has strengthened my faith. God has been so faithful to me. I think in my whole uh, um, social media journey, I've probably seen maybe just 20 negative comments about me, but everything else has been so positive. I get messages from all over the world, especially from people who are LGBTQIA+, in countries where it's illegal, wow. in countries where their faith is uh, questioned, and, you know, all this negative stuff that they experience, and I try my best to, I'm not a psychologist or anything, I just try to, my best to shine a light on them and give them encouragement with what I've experienced in my life, what I've learned about God, and encourage them that things will get better, to hang in there, don't do anything crazy, you know, don't make permanent decisions for temporary problems, things will get better. And yes. so I'm very thankful that the good Lord has been using me as an instrument of love and light, because that's really who I am, it's not an act, I genuinely do like people, I try to find the good in everybody. I know this sounds like Barney and Dinosaur, but it is the it is the truth. I since I was a little boy, I guess God blessed me with the ability to have a lot of compassion on people. And so I that's how like I said, compassion. <laughs> compassion on people. Chris, you are dead set and inspiration to the world. We hope everyone listening right now just has a spring in their step like we definitely do. You're an absolute icon, but I want to segue into some pretty shallow, shallow shit. Um, <laughs> Instagram followers. <laughs> no, I'm blown away but by the fact that Netflix shows have such an incredible high global streaming reach like all around the world, um, which means all the contestants and players and people on them blow up incredibly on Instagram. For example, like Sammy on your season has over a million followers. Chloe on season two and was also on Too Hot to Handle has nearly two million. Harry from Too Hot to Handle has nearly four million. All the other contestants on the circle have hundreds and thousands of followers. So how did it feel from going from just an unknown person to literally worldwide fame so rapidly? Yes. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. When I went into the circle, I had like 4,000 followers. I had just worked in I had worked in radio and I was like a morning news pop culture personality in Dallas. And so I only had like 4,000 followers when the show aired on January of 2020, January 1st, New Year's, honey, overnight, we just started seeing the numbers go up. I had never experienced anything like this. And it was so amazing having all the other cast members to lean on because we've never had so much attention on us. I knew that something had really happened when I went to the CVS, which is a pharmacy down the street from my house, and these girls here in the hood already were going nuts, and the show had just debuted. I said, oh, my God. And then we had no idea a pandemic was coming. And so here the circle is exploding. A pandemic comes. It explodes even more. And then it ends up debuting in the United Kingdom a year later because of some legality. It exploded for the third time. Season two comes out. It explodes for the fourth time. And honey, season three is about to come out in a few months. So this show is becoming a global phenomenon. I feel like I'm so honored to be a part of uh, this new legacy that's being created. I feel like I'm one of the RuPaul's Drag Race girls now. (laughs) Yes. You're a worldwide superstar. You're bigger than Beyonce. It's insane. Give us some numbers. I I want to know some dead set numbers. When you opened up Instagram in the the midst of it, was it thousands, tens of thousands? Were you just like nearly dropping your phone thinking, what the hell is going on? 
Well, you, there was no way to keep up with it. There was no way. So I would I would do like story updates and I'd tell all the people who are starting to fall. I'm like, I'm so sorry, guys. I don't want y'all to think I'm like some stuck up hoe who don't write back. It was just so, you, there was no way to keep up with it. And it, to this day, um, I look at where I'm at on, on social media platforms and it's just so mind-blowingly unreal. When we woke up that morning and all of us became verified all across, you know, Facebook, Instagram, wow. Twitter, it's like, wow, what is going on? <laughs> it's just so surreal. And to this day, it's still surreal. During the pandemic, when I would walk around uh, Dallas to go to the grocery store, I didn't have no makeup on. I had sunglasses on, a big hat on, and a huge mask on. And I was still getting stopped by people. I'm like, how the fuck did they recognize me? It was wild. I love it. You just made a a Drag Race reference. And one of our favorite queens from Drag Race of all time is Alyssa Edwards. And I believe she is a Texas girl. Have you met Alyssa Edwards before? Yes. Get ready. Y'all ain't even ready for this tea. Uh Fun fact. I met Alyssa Edwards when I was 18 years old. We've been friends since I was 18. She lives down the street from me. What? And so look at this. As as I was come right before Alyssa landed her own reality show on Netflix called Dancing Queen, which I also appear on in the last, I think, five episodes. Um, I was a pop culture news personality here in Dallas on a syndicated TV show, kind of like Good Morning America, Whoa. only for a network called The CW. When that show came to an end, Alyssa Edwards lands her own Netflix reality show called Dancing Queen. She says, bitch, I know you're going to come to y'all my show, girl. <laughs> and I said, oh, girl, I love you. I will do anything you need me to do. Let's, let's do this. Let's put Dallas on the map. Yeah. And so yeah. I was so honored to ask me to be on Dancing Queen, and it became a huge hit for her. And so after Dancing Queen went out into the world, months passed. And one day I'm at my aunt's house and my phone goes off and it's Alyssa calling me. And she goes, bitch, you better answer the phone in 20 minutes. I said, what is going on? She says, girl, these new producers, there's this new show coming out. It's called The Circle. It has to do with social media. She says, I already told them about you. I think you're destined for this. It's perfect for you. Answer the phone in 20 minutes. Bye. That is destiny. 20 minutes later. Oh, honey, 20 minutes later, the phone rings. I take the call. Mind you, I didn't get no special treatment. I'm just like everybody else. And I I kept getting a call back and a call back and a call back. It was the longest audition I had ever done because mind you, I had done auditions for like 10, 11 years for many shows. And it was the longest. And next thing you know, one night, I get the call that I'm being sent to Europe. And I knew this was something big. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm being sent to Europe. Chris, I've got the best idea. I'm sorry, my love. I have the greatest idea of all time. You ready for this? Season three. Season three of The Circle is Chris Sapphire and Alyssa Edwards in an apartment together, catfishing (laughs) as one person that isn't them. That has to happen. Oh. I love that idea because me and Alyssa really get along so well. Yeah, it's not an so act. We just get each other. Dude, I would love to be in a show with, with Queen Alyssa. And let me tell y'all, she is just that way in person all the time. She is one of the funniest, most down-to-earth people ever. And I'm just so 
thankful and, and happy for her for all her success. And I'm so grateful that I get to call her a mentor yes. and that I can call her up for any advice because she just got back from London. She had her own one woman show in the West End over there. So Alyssa Ooh. is like huge. Wow. And I'm just so well, feel, feel free to slip our number to the producers of The Circle too. Yes! Uh, <laughs> Could you imagine? It looks like so much fun. <laughs> Y'all would be phenomenal. And look, I hope The Circle, because there's a French version, there's a Brazilian, there's a United Kingdom version, there's an American version. I hope it keeps expanding and they go to Australia and all kinds of stuff. I mean, yes. it's growing so fast. Well, Chris, if we're lucky enough to get our asses on The Circle Down Under, you've got to promise that you'll cheer and root for us. Can you promise us that? Oh, honey, with that, I would love to cheer y'all on. I was looking at your Instagram. you are so beautiful. Oh, well, no, thank you so much, Chris. We're obsessed with you. And um, we just feel so privileged to have this amazing chat. Oh, gosh. Thank y'all so much for having me. And I just want to tell everybody in Australia, honey, get ready one day. The good Lord goes every down there. But I, I just want to say this is so cool talking to y'all because growing up here in Dallas, I love this international superstar. Her name is Anastasia. Uh, And I hear she's so big in Australia and Europe and all that. And I just want to, you know, shout out. I love you, Anastasia. Yes. (laughs) Hey, Connie, what's your favorite Anastasia song? I have so many. I'm out of love. Left oh, outside of love. Pay yeah. my dues. One day love. in your life. Set me free. <laughs> Let me. Yes. I love her. What a powerhouse voice. Such a gift to the world. Well, Chris, lock it in, Eddie. You're going to come and stay at our house in Australia. We've got a spare room. You're going to crash there for a few weeks. We'll have our own circle chat in the TV, on the TV in the house. And we'll crank Anastasia as loud as we can. We'll dance around the house, sing with each other. It'll be the best time ever. Oh, I cannot wait, honey. Uh, bust out with the Grey Goose vodka. <laughs> well, Chris, you are a legend. We're obsessed with you. And thanks for bringing so much joy to all of us around the world. We need to see you back on TV soon. you got to be the next Oprah, I reckon. Oh. Get your own talk show. <laughs> well, look, from your lips to God's ears, thank y'all so much. And God bless everyone out there listening. And see you when I see you. Yes. <laughs> thanks, Chris. Have the best day. We love you, mate. Have a great one. Thank you, y'all. See you guys. Bye bye, everyone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Oh my God, guys. Chris is an absolute legend. We love him so much. And that was such a fun chat. We need to see him back on our TV screens again. ASAP. 100%. If you're not already following Chris on Instagram, make sure you're following him at Mr. Chris Sapphire. And if you're not following us, make sure you're following us at Tim and Rod to keep up to date with all things The Real House Husbands podcast. As always, if you like what you see, make sure you rate our podcast, subscribe, and give us your feedback. Yes. Do not miss next week's episode. It's going to be another banger. 
on The Real House Husbands with Tim and Rod. See you guys next week. Bye, bye, bye. It's time to go. Thanks for listening to The Real House Husbands podcast. Bye, pumpkin. Keep up to date with at Tim and Rod on Instagram. Doing what we love to do the most. And subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Oh.